0: Many people claim to communicate with ghosts. Only a few say they've taken it to the next level. Today, we're discussing stories of people who've gotten lucky in a spectral sense. Yes, we're talking spectrophilia, aka ghost sex. Welcome to Shadowland, everybody. Welcome. This is a podcast that shines a spotlight on stories of the supernatural, mysterious, eerie, and unexplained. Stuff like remote viewing.
1: Energy vortexes.
0: Urban legends. Auras. Past lives.
1: Black holes.
0: Visions.
1: Holographic universe theory.
0: Healings. Trolls. Time travel. Sprites. All of that stuff.
1: All that kind of stuff.
0: So, I'm Christina Callery.
1: And I'm Seth Jablon.
0: And today, we're talking about ghost sex.
1: That's right. would you call it? Spectrophilia?
0: Spectrophilia. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a very, very interesting topic. I can't wait to get into it. Um... But first, uh, do you want to you want to do some news? I got some more news. Yeah, let's hear your time. news.
0: I'm gonna have news for next time, but you do news.
1: Okay, do your news. So, I mean, this isn't like breaking news. Actually, like I guess part of it's breaking news. It's kind of like s- s- slightly recent news, but then there's a new- another layer to it. So, basically, the the um, I'm sure m- many of our listeners remember that um, the uh, you know the the navy. Uh, released some videos or some videos got out from the Navy and they had like acknowledged that there was this, you know, that, you know, that um, that UFOs were a thing. And now they've sort of doubled down and, and said that, you know, they've they've actually acknowledged that these three videos that are going around of um, these uh, Navy people watching these UFOs go around on, um, I guess it's some sort of radar. I'm not sure if it's radar, but something like that um and they're sort of talking about them they've they've confirmed that they are real um and that they don't know what the phenomenon is so they're acknowledging right. that ufo's exist and that they don't know what they are
0: yeah i heard that too and they, didn't they rename it it's like instead of unidentified flying object it's now unidentified aerial phenomena which i guess uh, is more accurate but
1: yeah yeah unidentified aerial phenomena oh right um uh uaps right right i see that here um yeah I mean, I just think that's really interesting because, like, you know, when you think about UFOs or UAPs now, I guess we call them, but uh, when you think about them, like, for, for the sort of layperson or the person in the street, it's like, oh, well, it's unidentifiable to you because you can't recognize what an aircraft looks like in the sky or there are secret, um, you know, uh, government or, or military crafts up there that you just wouldn't recognize that they're not telling us about. But if the Navy doesn't know what it is, then we don't know what it is. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. And they're not going to let like spy planes and stuff get into airspace. Hopefully, you know what I mean? So and, and, you know, they clearly don't think it's like, you know, some other country or something like that, because it would obviously be at a much higher alert. So they so it's clear that these are something they can't explain, but they don't necessarily think is some sort of, you know, specific uh, um, threat from another country. Right. Which means, like, if they don't know, then who does know? And if nobody knows, then what the fuck are they, <laughs> right? right?
0: And I'm sure you've got the usual explanations trotted out, you know, the, you know, some kind of like atmospheric light thing happening, or you know.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, you can see in the videos too that like these things move with a certain type of intelligence, right? Like they move at, at, um, you know incredible speeds and then they stop and then they turn right and then they turn left and, you know, they, they act with a purpose, they mm-hmm. act with an intelligence. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, like an orb that sort of slowly or quickly floats across the room or across the sky. Okay, sure. You know, that might be, but something that's turning at, you know, 90 degree an- uh, angles, you know, very few things turn at 90 degree angles in nature, you know, so it's hard right. to imagine it as, as a purely, you know, um, natural phenomenon.
0: Yeah, that's well, super interesting. Like, I wonder what's going to be released next.
1: I know. I feel like, you know, like my sort of conspiracy theory brain is like definitely like, <laughs> you know, that, that they've been like, te- they've been like letting out more and more stuff over the years. They won't come out straight up all at once and say anything, but they'll kind of like release some videos. And then after a few months, they're like, oh, yeah, that's happened. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. the Mexican government, uh, you know, released uh, a bunch of its UFOs. The, the UK did as well. Um, so it's like all this stuff's been slowly coming out and like more and more, you know, every time they do polls, like more and more people in America, for instance, you know, believe in UFOs and extraterrestrial life. And and so, you know, who knows, you know, maybe in you know, a certain amount of time we might even learn more. You know, there, there might be more files released there might be more acknowledgement from, you know, the government and the scientific community um, that there is something going on. So,
0: yeah, let's hope
1: to, yeah. <laughs> but anyways. um, Okay, so, but today, we're we're not talking about UFOs, we are talking about ghost sex. Ghost sex,
0: that's right. That's or right. ghost, you know, I mean, or it doesn't have, it doesn't have, right, yeah, it doesn't have to be that shallow.
1: That's right. That's ghost, right.
0: ghost love affairs.
1: That's right.
0: But people who have, you know, basically, taken a relationship with a ghost into new territory.
1: That's right. Into into an intimate territory.
0: Intimate territory.
1: Yes. So, um I think I know which one you're doing. Like maybe I should go first cuz I feel like yours is going to be tough to follow. Okay. <laughs> You're just if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's pretty. It's gonna be pretty epic. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's it's a very specific ghost ghost one, but mine's more just like straight up ghost sex, and there's some ghost romance in here too.
0: Okay.
1: Um. Okay. So, uh, this is the story of Amethyst Realm. Have you heard of her?
0: I have, you but have. I don't know too much. Okay.
1: So, so the the it's sort of a two part story. Like she came out um, several years ago with sort of one story and then later came out with more to the story. So um, basically for those who don't know, uh, MFS Realm is, I guess she's probably about 30 little early thirties by the, at this point, a um, uh, year old woman who uh, is from the UK and she says she's had sex with over 20 ghosts uh, and including being part of the mile high club. <laughs> <laughs> I love that detail. Um, yeah so the whole thing um started uh um you know according to her when she was 18 and she moved in with her husband um may have been her fiance at the time but either way i mean obviously she's pretty young um but moved in with him and um i guess he was away a lot and so she was just kind of like hanging out in this house uh and then she started feeling these presences right like something was making itself known to her or um you know uh, uh, sort of around the house approaching her so eventually uh, she ends up having sex with it right so you know the, the way she describes it, is very interesting just like that you know the way that it would sort of come on to her but she has according to her you know full blown sex with this and it leads did she
0: talk about like the, the seduction was it just sort of um, like a, a sudden thing it didn't, it didn't you know I
1: mean I listened to, to a of couple flirt with
0: her at all or
1: yeah I mean she's really sort of blithe about the whole thing when she talks about it. She's very matter of fact and it's it's kind of interesting and, and unsettling at the same time. Um, So like I, I listened, to, I watched a couple of interviews with her she was on some like UK uh, morning shows or something or talk shows or something like that. Um, But she, I think she, you know, she talks about it like sort of like coming on to her like in an energetic way. That it was like a feeling and a sensation. Um, But she's pretty clear that like it's like actual intercourse right that she has orgasms that it's like straight up sex right and she says they would have um sex all over the house right <laughs> and um she said eventually more uh spirits came uh, you know which i think is you know uh not hard to believe in the sense that you know if, if, if once if one ghost uh finds someone in to have sex like they might tell their buddies you know
0: yeah there's probably not that
1: many people out there right exactly but i think she implies um uh that you know these are different um ghosts of different gender so i don't think she's like exclusive exclusively Mm -hmm. with um male gendered and i am not even sure if like she would even see that these ghosts as gendered um Mm -hmm. but basically she has this um affair which eventually uh, i think for about three years and eventually it comes to an end when Um, her husband comes home one day and says he sees through the window this shadowy figure on top of her right and so he goes so her husband actually
0: (laughs) verified this
1: right yeah so um she got caught by her husband having sex with a guest um can i can i yeah can i make
0: a really bad pun
1: yes please she, that she ghosted him. She ghosted him. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> you had to. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, I mean, that would be a lot. And I think they, they, they get divorced. Um, so, then, eventually, she meets another ghost while on a trip to Australia. So, she says she met this new ghost while she was walking in the bush um, and again, it approached her. She described it as this like emotional, physical presence, and she said she just sort of fell in love with it, right? And then when she had to leave... like right there, right, like right there, I think within the interactions with it, I don't know exactly how long. You know, a lot of the a lot of the recounts are not exactly detailed about like you know what exactly transpired, but she said she felt sad to leave it, right? That most of her ghost sex encounters had been, you know, relegated to a specific. Place, you know, so I guess she didn't really have sex outside of the house with those ghosts. But so she, you know, felt sad to leave it. Right. Obviously, she lives in the UK and she's, you know, in Australia. But later on the plane, uh, you know, she's flying back to the UK and she says the ghost surprises her right in her seat and starts coming on to her. And so she's like, well, I can't have sex with the ghost right here in the, in the cabin. So obviously she goes into the um, bathroom or Lou as she puts it uh, and has sex and then claims to have now been a member of the mile high club. Maybe the first ghost uh, spectrophilia mile high club. I don't know. I wasn't able to find another, but (laughs) so, so now, um, so basically the ghost comes home with her and, uh, now they're together. Um, so the way she described it is, um, uh, it started as an energy, then became physical. There was a pressure on my thighs and breath on my neck. I always, uh, I just always felt safe. I had sex with the ghost. You can feel it. It's difficult to explain. I don't know. She explained it pretty well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: did she, were there any, like, did she have any, like, identifying characteristics or names or anything attached to these? Well, ghost, okay. ghost so, lovers.
1: So she, um, describes this spirit as an ancient spirit that's been on this planet for a long time. So I don't think she sees this as like necessarily a, a person or the, or the soul of a person. Um, but she did decide to name it Ray. So, <laughs> so that's his name. Obviously that's a okay. sort of male name. And yeah, I think she yeah. sees him as uh, male. Um, that wasn't
0: what I was expecting. No, I
1: was me neither. When I came sure. across that, I was like, wow, especially like considering her name. You know, like mm-hmm. like Amethyst Realm. I mean, that's a pretty exotic name, uh, pretty interesting one. Um, I don't know if that you know she was, that was her you know sort of given name or if she changed her name later, but still, uh, um, yeah, Ray. Ray. So uh, <laughs> she also said she didn't hear his voice until they were on a uh, recent trip to England's Wookie Hole Caves, where she said he asked her to marry him. Ah, uh, so she said, there was no going down on one knee. He doesn't have knees. <laughs> but for the first time, I heard him speak. I could actually hear his voice, and it was beautiful, deep, sexy, and real. Um, and then she went on to tell the um, the host that she was talking to that um, she was uh, now trying to have a phantom pregnancy and that she was looking into it on the Internet about the viability of having a phantom pregnancy. And they, they pressed her on that, um, and like I wasn't able to really discern whether that meant having a phantom baby or whatever that meant, but she seemed um, pretty confident that something was possible there.
0: Okay, so she didn't really elaborate on whether this would be like a ghost baby? She didn't seem
1: or... to really quite know yet. Okay. It was, she okay. was in the exploratory phase. <laughs> okay. Again, she's very like kind of like... <laughs> this- blithe and almost like you know like subdued about the whole thing she's like you know sort of offhand like well you know we'll see you know uh Mm -hmm, but um mm -hmm. so all this was from um articles and interviews from um 2017 and 2018 um I couldn't find out anything um whether they've actually gotten married or not or where she is now so if anyone knows I'd love to love to hear it we'll definitely talk about it put in maybe put in the news section updates section um And, uh, yeah, I mean, you can look up these interviews with her. They're definitely fun to watch. Um, And then, yeah, some fun facts. Um, Obviously, Realm isn't the first person to have uh, sex with a ghost, right? We've got a name for it, Spectrophilia. Um, There's some celebrities that have had, um, who say they've had sex with ghosts, including Bobby Brown and Kesha. Bobby Brown? Uh, (laughs) Yes, (laughs) <laughs> um, and oh I don't God. know the whole story there Maybe we'll do that in a, our celebrity episode I really episode need to hear the whole I know, story like, I feel like we need to dig into that one a little bit more I read the cash one, but it really wasn't an account She just said it happened and was like, yeah, whatever But, um, uh, so yeah, spectrophilia Um, Just to get into that a little bit more It's defined as the sexual attraction to ghosts Or sexual arousal from images in mirrors Which I thought that was really interesting that that's part of the definition, um, as well as the alleged phenomena of sexual encounters between ghosts and humans, so that, um, you know, people can sort of just become aroused by the stories of them. Um, And, you know, I read some stuff about, like, some doctor's explanations that, you know, they liken some of, you know, possibly this phenomena is connected to um, sleep paralysis or something like that or some type Mm -hmm. of hallucination in between um, sleep And, uh, you know, and waking, you know, that that people can have these very erotic experiences during that time. Um, She discounted it saying that, you know, she had sex, you know, in the kitchen with these (laughs) ghosts. So um, anyway,
0: awake, not like as she's dozing off. That's right. It wasn't like an erotic dream. Right.
1: Exactly. Um, And yeah, last fun fact, there's a um, Les Claypool, Sean Lennon song named after I think it's actually about her. Um, so if I want to look up um and cool. that's it that is the story of fest realm
0: is fascinating yeah but you know i mean honestly like real love is hard to find in this world so maybe that's true man you know, like, it makes it, sense to happy, kind of be open you know? yeah
1: why not i mean if it's with the ghost I mean i don't know like I imagine if like, ghosts, let's say, let's posit ghosts are real, right? Like, okay. why couldn't you have some type of astral or, or sort of, you know, psychological sex? I mean, we've all had, I'm sure, like moments of that type of like psychic sex where you, you connect, you know, s- mentally with somebody sexually, right? Like, that's usually like, you know, the most intense or intimate kinds, you know? Mm-hmm. Some people have out of body experiences. So it's not out of the like, you know,
0: which is another thing we should talk about, but yes, yeah.
1: yes, we will definitely do that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think she loses me a little bit at the marriage proposal,
0: right? Well, <laughs> like, yeah, and for sure at the at the ba- the ghost baby. But.
1: Yes, definitely lost at the ghost baby, um, but yeah, the marriage proposal is like okay. It's like to your point the other day. It's like you
0: know, okay. Here's an idea, though. Okay. Okay. And I have no idea if this is the thing or not, but what if there's something about a cave? we have to do a little research, but is there something about caves or being underground or something like that?
1: That's where, like, would, ghosts like Would mediums
0: out? say that it's easier? Well, I mean, you know, maybe it's easier to make contact. I'm, I'm just throwing that mm. out
1: there. Interesting. Okay, well, maybe that's an episode for us to dig into.
0: Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, well that was yeah, that was definitely, definitely interesting.
1: Yeah. Um. So, you ready to do your story? Because I'm, I'm dying to hear it.
0: Yeah, well, mine is is kind of similar. Um, my person is more like a one ghost woman.
1: Okay. Yes. Um,
0: so this is the story of Amanda Teague, who married the ghost of a three hundred year old pirate. Oh
1: my God, I love it.
0: Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> is this the one you thought it that's was? That's the most. Yes, it is. It's,
1: that's okay. the most extra of like all ghosts. Like it's like Civil War. Soldier, pirate, like, you know, maybe like Egyptian pharaoh. Those are like the most extra ghosts that you can have a relationship. With. No one's having like, you know, I don't know, like what Amaset's realms, uh, um, you know, ghost like occupation. A ghostly
0: accountant or something.
1: Plumbers, you know, like, <laughs> you know, that's like, I love that it's a pirate. Okay, sorry, go, go on, go on. Okay, okay, so in
0: 2015. A 45-year-old Irish woman and mother of four named Amanda Large was uh, meditating, and some reports say that she was in bed, which kind of makes it sexier. Um, And this is at her home in Ireland when she sensed a presence nearby. And um, she has some kind of new age spiritual beliefs. I think she's called herself a pagan. So, you know, she's open to all of this stuff, right? Um, But anyway, in an interview with the Washington Post, she also said that she started exploring spirituality after the death of a three-month-old son. So, yeah, which is sad. I mean, like many of us, like this grief experience prompted her to kind of search for answers Hmm. more. Um, But anyway, she's at her home. She senses this presence, and she basically tells it to leave because she doesn't want to be interrupted. Um, But then it comes back a second time same thing happens and then a third time and during the third time she decides to try and communicate with it and starts talking to it and after a while this goes on for like you know i think a period of like a few months um she learns over time that this is the ghost of a haitian pirate and his name is jack teague And he was hanged for stealing like 300 years ago in 1753. And apparently she's claimed that he's the inspiration for Johnny Depp's Captain Jack Sparrow character in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, Okay, also an aside here, she apparently is a huge fan of the franchise and was working as a Captain Jack Sparrow impersonator at this time. And she thinks that's the reason that the spirit was drawn toward her.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. But it's up for debate whether this Jack Teague guy ever really existed. Nobody's really found any evidence for him. And even the movie screenwriters denied using him for inspiration. Um, Also, Teague is like a pretty Irish name. It's not really a Haitian one. Um, But Amanda seemed pretty convinced, you know, firmly believes it. So although she couldn't see him, she described, she said that he described himself as having dark skin, jet black hair, um, early fifties, the age at which he died, even though he's actually over 300 years old. Um, and he starts coming around on the regular. So apparently they'd hang out while she was watching TV or going for a drive. And She's communicating with him all the time, and finds herself falling in love with him. And um, I don't know; it's kind of like the bad boy thing. Um, I'm not really, sh- yeah, <laughs> I'm not I really sure. <laughs> right, right, right. Why, why she couldn't just sort of date a drummer like the rest of us? But uh-huh. um, uh, okay, she takes it up a notch. Um, so one day he apparently said to her, "We can actually be together." You know. Um but she wasn't down for ghost hookups and she lets him know that from the get go. She said, I told him I wasn't really cool with having casual sex with a spirit and I wanted us to make a proper commitment to each other. I love it. Growing up in my growing up in Ireland in my era, you were taught that if a man bedded you, he should wed you. I knew from my research that spiritual marriage was a thing, so it was more me that wanted to get married than him. He would have been happy like most men with just sex.
1: <laughs> Wait, so she's holding out for marriage to have sex right. with it? Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Right. She's like, but she actually didn't. So he oh, okay. proposed, okay. and then after after they got engaged, then they did it. So um, just like in your story, she said that their chemistry was incredible, She said that Jack was the best sex she's ever had. I mean, he's had 300 years to practice. That's true, um, (laughs) that's true. But um, she said that they they would have sex like two or three times a week. And she said, a lot of people don't understand how you can have sex with a ghost, but we were so connected that I could feel his every movement, even if I couldn't see him. He could touch me intimately and was a great lover. So. (laughs) <laughs> so this interspectral couple had a courtship um they they did things that a lot of normal couples do they argued they got jealous um they even went away to dublin on romantic weekend getaways um she said she would buy him a glass of rum when they went out on date so he stayed you know pretty much in character um and then um,
1: Wait, so there so there are the restaurants like Yar I'll have some rum Yar,
0: I'll have some rum matey. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, she didn't say anything about a parrot though, so I don't okay. think it was like that far. Um, but on july twenty third of twenty sixteen they were married. On a small boat in the Atlantic Ocean, and only 12 people were allowed on the boat, so she stuck to close friends and family, although her parents didn't attend, I guess. Um, they didn't really approve, <laughs> if Good you figure. can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Come on,
1: though. Like, look, if, if one of your friends is marrying a pirate ghost, or or someone in your family is marrying a pirate ghost, don't you want to go? Yeah.
0: yeah. So if I marry a pirate ghost, would you go? Absolutely. Okay good to know so anyway they had the service in international waters because apparently it's not legal to marry a dead or possibly fictitious person in ireland um (laughs) there's an official term though because in some cultures it's a practice for various reasons and i think like some of that is like financial or or whatever oh right right, um or you know like Like, emotional someone's passed away and you were engaged and so you kind of make it official but um And I'm, I don't know how you pronounce this, but I'm going to take a stab. Necrogamy? 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 Anyway. That's when you marry a ghost. Um, So the ceremony was officiated by someone she described as a Celtic shaman, and his name was Patrick Eamon Carberry. And Jack had to say, I do, through a medium, since he couldn't really talk. Um, and then there was a Jolly Roger flag on board to symbolize Jack. Um, and then also kind of strangely, there was a painting of Johnny Depp. Um, and I can post a picture of this, but ba- it, it, they basically kind of had it positioned by the wedding cake area. Um, but it's Johnny Depp and his Jack Sparrow character get up.
1: I'm so jealous. I wasn't there.
0: <laughs> Me too. Okay. So, not really sure how legally binding this ceremony actually was, but it was emotionally binding. And spiritually binding, um, she ac- she did change her last name, so she became Amanda Teague. And um, they apparently also took part in a Wiccan ceremony called hand fasting. So, they were extra married. Oh, yeah.
1: Right. I think that uh, Amethyst Realm was also, they were also going to do like a hand fast I don't know if that's like a... Oh, okay. If that's maybe that's like, kind of like a workaround, you know, yeah, like if you yeah, want to Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, maybe that's so just what you do
1: with ghosts or, or maybe that's maybe. Just something thing there. I don't know.
0: Maybe it's a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I have to look up, look that up. Okay. So after the wedding, they're in the honeymoon phase and she was really happy. She said, after the wedding, we were like any other newlyweds. I moved to the coast as Jack likes to be near the sea and we'd go on romantic strolls. <laughs> we'd go on romantic strolls along the beach on valentine on valentine's day we went for a curry the staff did look a bit confused when i asked for a table for two but i didn't care
1: yeah you so, do girl man you know do yeah
0: it. yeah yep you do so uh the honeymoon was short lived though so 2 months after the high seas ceremony Amanda started to have some pretty strange health problems and they got, they got serious. Um, she got cirrhosis of the liver and this is a little gross, but she said that every time they had sex, she started getting abscesses. I'm not going to go into further detail, but you can look it up online. Um, and apparently this one, this went on for a while until she finally kind of put it together with having this ghost sex with her husband and ending up having problems with this stuff but eventually it got so serious that she got sepsis and had to get emergency surgery yeah so she had to go to the hospital had to get surgery and starts thinking something's up so she went to a medium who told her that jack was an evil spirit who was just like using her to stay in this realm instead of passing on and kind of stealing her energy so she knew at this point she had to end it Um, When she tried to break it off though, Jack became enraged and she said that he threatened her life. She thinks he killed her dog. Her dog died. Um, She said, it was terrifying seeing a completely different side to the lovely spirit I had seen before, but I knew in my heart that if I didn't get rid of him, my health was getting so bad that I was probably going to die anyway. So she ended up having to call in some pagan priests to perform exorcisms, and I think they did, like, two to finally get rid of Jack's spirit. And then after this divorce, uh, her health improved dramatically, she said, and but she has sworn off pirate ghosts for good.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. after all that.
0: Right. So she said, I would, I would really say to people who are thinking about getting into this, be really, really, really careful. And if somebody is telling you about the dangerous, if somebody is not telling you about the dangerous side of it, run a mile. And that is the story of Amanda Teague.
1: Wow. Wow, that is epic. That took a really dark turn there at the end. I, I didn't it know did, any of that yeah, stuff. It did, yeah. It
0: got pretty creepy and disturbing.
1: But sepsis. I mean, that that's yeah. like very serious. And also <laughs> like, extremely ser- yeah, people how did that happen? That so, lot. I mean, sorry, what are you saying?
0: I was just going to say, yeah, it it kills people a lot. It's—it's
1: it's a... Yeah, but also, like, okay, so if you take the side of, like, okay, she's, you know, hallucinating or, or making this up or somehow, you know, in some sort of dream state with all this, like, how did that happen? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, not that, like, she couldn't have done something that caused that, but that, I, that seems very extreme. Like, something was affecting her, right? Like, I mean, I think what's interesting about these stories is, like, how visceral these people that that talk about them seem to be and how sort of confident in them they are you know like Mm -hmm. that the sex (laughs) there's like obviously some interaction there some the sensation of sex the the sexual feelings you know and like but then to her to have like a bodily reaction to this phenomenon also is like really bizarre right
0: It really is. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there would be different schools of thought on that. I mean, I think some people would just say the the mind body connection is incredibly powerful. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, if you're kind of your immune system reacts, your stress levels and and all of that. So she could have like kind of just, you know, made herself vulnerable in that way. If it was like stressing her out or, you know, she didn't feel quite right about it underneath. But right, I think, you know, right. other people would kind of say she's dabbling with, you know, sort of a dark side of things and, and could have opened herself up to some kind of negative spiritual energy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that certainly wouldn't be the first story of, you know, someone feeling like they were um, tricked by some sort of spirit trying to drain off their energy by posing as something else. Right. Like that's I feel like that's not that's that's a fairly common you know, one when it's a, when it's a darker sort of when it takes a darker turn, right? Uh, uh, you know that you know there's you know accounts of mediums or or children, you know, seeing multiple ghosts sort of warring in a household, you know, right. over some posing as as children or, or things like that that aren't, you know, right?
0: They pose as like innocent,
1: right? Right, and then you know, the, I feel like those often happen with the sort of doll hauntings and all that. Right. That they start out as this sort of more innocent thing um, that turn that turns dark, especially when there is an attempt to sort of break off the relationship or something like that.
0: Which makes it extra creepy. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. And like and I looked at um, spectrophilia. I don't remember. Maybe I'll look it up here really quick. Um, It's part of paraphilia or something like that. Hmm. which has to do with um, uh, the sort of attraction to sort of objects and things. It's it's like as like a type of fetish, right? Like the people that fall
0: in love with like, you know, the Brooklyn Bridge or something like that.
1: Right, right, exactly. Um, But then this other sort of um, side of it that that it turned into this thing where she was like trying to break it off and then it had this sort of grip on her is also really interesting. And sort of before it went there, it, it reminded me of. Um, Although
0: you know what you think, you. Okay, I just have to say this, and I'm not like you know, attacking her or anything. But, you know, the guy was a pirate if he existed. Right. And uh, you know, raping, are, pillaging. They weren't like he definitely had some citizens. STDs. They weren't like. Well, there, there's that too. The STDs. But he's a bad guy. Also, <laughs> he's a bad guy. Is what right. You're yeah. Yeah. Well, like like he a bad they boy weren't. Thing. Right. Right. Um, or, like, yeah, you know, like dating, you know, wanting to, you know, like these serial killers or something. They get all these, you know, letters in prison.
1: Right, exactly. And I mean, that's got to, like, you know, also, like you said, like, just psychologically, the idea that of yourself, like, dating a, a ghost pirate has to be, like, disturbing to your subconscious on some level, right? Whether right. it's really happening or not, you know. Um, so let me see. I found a paraphilia is known as a sexual perversion or deviation, which is not sort of troubling language, but it's um, pretty
0: uh, vague. Yeah.
1: Is the experience, experience of intense sexual or to atypical objects, situations, fantasies, behaviors, or individuals. So it's a type of
0: it's under that umbrella,
1: sexual fetishism, fetishism. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. It kind of almost sounds like it really wasn't that. Do you know what I mean? Whereas maybe the first like amethyst realm, you know, I, I forgot one little detail was when, you know, she felt like these thing was coming on to her. She actually initiated it. She actually mm-hmm. like she said she laid down in bed in lingerie for hours waiting for it to come to her. So uh, so like, that's a much different story. Right. She clearly has this sort of like, you know, she said she's you know slept with 20 ghosts or whatever. And so she has right. this attraction to the idea of it, whereas it almost sounds like she was like kind of re- reluctant right with this guy like she was like i don't i don't necessarily want to go all the way with the Pyro ghost yet so you have to commit it's really a fascinating angle to the to her whole story right
0: right and she even said in an interview that she you know and i don't even i don't know if she was talking about amethyst or, or who she was referencing but she was saying how she kind of felt bad for some of these like younger women that they didn't realize they could ask for a commitment from these spirits they didn't just have to have sex with them right <laughs> Um, but she's also written a couple books. Uh, one is called A New Attitude. Um, It's on Amazon. And uh, the other, that one is just like about her experience.
1: That was post her breaking it off and and, and I'm moving assuming, on with her life. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm
0: assuming. And then the other one is called A Life You Will Remember. And basically that one it seems you know, pretty, pretty closely, you know, tied to her, uh, her life, her story. But, um, it's about a woman who, um, hold on, let me, let me read it. It's about a woman who I think discovers the character of Jack Sparrow in a city square and they fall in love, something like that.
1: Huh? Yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me of that. Um, I, I forget what it's called. Um, and I, I don't remember exactly where I heard about it. It was like, I think it was maybe on like reply all or something like that, but it was, um, maybe I'm even trying to do an episode on that. Like, but these people who, who sort of develop these voices in their heads or that speak through them that eventually sort of take on a life of their own and almost become in relation to that person, like another person. And mm-hmm. it's not, a, it's not a personality disorder. It's not a, um, you know, it's not like a schizophrenia or, or, multiple personality disorder or anything like that it's literally this thing that sort of it's a psychological thing that sort of takes people over who who, um, and I think there's like a whole like internet community based around it Um, but just this idea of like creating something so real in your mind that it exists for you you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I imagine that's what you know real good actor actually does they actually create uh, this thing that's real to them and so mm-hmm. it, it seems real to you as well when you know you watch watch them, um. So yeah, but that was a, that was a very, very trippy story with lots of twists and turns. I would I would love to hear like I actually want to like maybe we should like do some follow up episodes. You know, uh, I would love to <laughs> like know where like, are they now? Where of, are they now? Like, what is yeah. she? What's her perspective now? Like, how oh, does I have she to feel about I have this to correct all? something too. Yeah, it looks
0: like the other book, the A Life You Will Remember book. Um, it looks like that's also an autobiography, but it's in the fantasy section. So I don't know. Go figure.
1: Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Cool. Um, all right. Well, that was great. I I really enjoyed that episode. I mean, I knew it was going to be super fun. fun. Yeah. (laughs) But,
0: uh, so if any listeners have any ghost sex stories, definitely want to hear Or ghost romance. Yes. Or romance. Dating. Yeah. Ghost friendships. Yeah. 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 Platonic. Yeah.
1: I feel like there's lots of, like, kid ghost friendships, right? Yeah. Like, that could be a whole thing, but...
0: It really could, but that that would really creep me out, I think. But we should do it.
1: We should definitely do it. We should do, like, the, the, the flip sides of them, like right? The ones that are, like, turn out to be these innocent, you know, or um, experiences, and the ones that turn out to have a dark side to them as well. Right? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of them. Yeah, but you I could f- do
0: ones that, that, like, turn out to have you know sort of like a a creepy underbelly but you could also do ones that are positive no like totally. positive ghost stories that-
1: yeah there's one i'm thinking of where there was like this almost like household of ghosts that were like warring to protect this family <laughs> like there was these ghosts that were like protecting the family from this other ghost that was ba- a bad ghost you know an evil ghost that so um yeah you could do the whole gamut um cool all right well that was episode eight um so our second one is spooktober right
0: yeah so we've got two more to go
1: that's right that's in, right
0: in, in october
1: yep um cool and yeah like um did you give the um email address when um well maybe we we'll just give it again the shadowland podcast at gmail if you have any stories definitely any we'll stories just wanna whatsoever. Say, hey. yeah yeah you know
0: or if you've got ideas for what you want to hear next
1: yep yeah yeah that's right yeah we would we'd love that I'd love that some suggestions because I mm-hmm. feel like I'm always so sort of spoiled for choice on on all of these where I'm like narrowing it down I feel like we have to like find these like super specific topics to, you know just to narrow down the stories to do um, so yeah definitely maybe we'll post some stuff on the Instagram ask people maybe you know what they, what they would like to hear next um, cool alright right, well um, I feel pretty good you feel good
0: I feel good. Yeah. All
1: right, cool. Well, I guess until next time. All right. See you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Shadowland podcast is produced by Seth Javelin and Christina Callaghan. Edited by Tim Kelly. Theme music by Tim Lincoln.
0: Thanks, Tim.